the SDGs are so broad. Uh, so in a sense, you know, I think we do need to um, narrow down our focus some. And I definitely think that will be environment. Um, you know, this can include climate, biodiversity, um, innovations, um, energy, recycling, um, pollution. Uh, I think that these are the most urgent issues right now in the world. Um, and so the SDGs are, are so broad. A lot of things are involved in there. And of course, we're not going to ignore the social issues like inequalities or um, poverty. But um, we'll probably focus more on the environment-related ones. Welcome back. You're listening to The Real Issues, Real Voices, Real Japan podcast by Japan Forward. Here at Japan Forward, we bring to our audience issues that are of real importance in and about Japan from the perspective and context of people inside of Japan, as expressed or captured by them who truly understand the nuances of culture, issues, and current events. Thank you to our listeners and followers for joining us again for our weekly Twitter space. Every week we're seeing more people join us for this live conversation and appreciate it very much. Before we get started, let us introduce ourselves. For anybody unfamiliar with us, we started Japan Forward in 2017 with the goal to reach global audiences sharing stories, opinions and editorial content from Japan. Our mission, shared by our supporters and followers, is to raise awareness of the Japanese spirit, culture and tradition. And now let's introduce some of our staff who are also in the call today. So maybe we can start with Naito-san. Hi, thank you. Um, thank you for listening, uh, listeners. Uh, I'm Yasuo Naito, Editor-in-Chief of Japan Forward. I'm especially kind of delighted and happy today uh, to you know announce this uh, new brand new project of Japan Forward. Uh, well, uh, today is uh, August 15th, the, the very significant day for Japan and the world. On August 15th, 77 years ago, Japan declared the end of the war. And, you know, today, uh, you know, very memorable day. Uh, uh, we're kind of, you know, happy to announce the new project, uh, the project which is creative, innovative, and uh, forward-thinking project, which uh, will make people happy, I hope. So uh, thank you for joining, uh, uh, listeners. Thank you. Thank you, Naito-san. Maybe we can go with Ariel next. Okay, hi. Uh, my name is Ariel. I am a reporter with uh, Japan Forward, and I have been since 2018. Um, uh, I am very excited as well to be able to talk about this new project, uh, Japan to Earth. And uh, yeah, I mean, the environment, I think, is something that has really been, uh, you know, important for a while, but especially, you know, the younger generation and people who have a consciousness about this uh, sort of issue, I think, are becoming more aware of how this is a this is an issue that we all need to be talking about. Um, I did some reporting on the matter when I reported at COP26 last year and follow like here and there sort of environment and sustainability related issues. So I'm excited to talk about this today. Thanks, Ariel. And how do we do yeah, We can introduce Susan after because you're kind of our guest, but also you're part of the team. So okay. I can go next and say I'm Galileo. I've been working in Japan forward since 20, early 2017 and working on the social media and marketing, but also a lot of the, the website 
dev and infrastructure with um, with a dev team and um, just spread out with working on all different aspects of of the, of Japan Ford and yeah I love being part of the team and love working with the team okay so let's introduce our guest today or I guess why we're meeting tonight and our guest is Susan Yoshimura who is the managing editor of the newly launched SDG's news site, Japan to Earth. Susan is a U.S. citizen based in Asia for over 20 years, has a postgraduate degree in environmental education. She is a former environmental activist and media relations coordinator at Greenpeace Japan and research program assistant at United Nations University, Tokyo. She has plus 15 years experience in Japanese to English translation and editing in the environmental management field. Welcome to the show, Susan. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Um, it's an honor to be part of this new venture of Japan Forwards. Um, and I'm so excited about this project, uh, about launching today. Um, and eager to talk to you about that tonight. Um, <laughs> I just... You know, there's so much um, bad news out there when it comes to the environment. And of course, um, you know, that that might make up part of our content. But <clears throat> tonight, I'm just so excited, um, hoping we can move things in a positive direction. Right. I, I, I also align with that sentiment that news generally has a negative, a negative kind of shocking value to it. And that's why mm -hmm. people are drawn to it. But I think with this opportunity with Japan to Earth, we can you know, use it to inspire and encourage people to think about SDGs, especially um, the work that's being done from Japan. Um, I guess before we can, we prepared some questions, but since Naito-san and Ariel is also in the call, maybe if we just have a casual conversation on how we started Japan to Earth. So maybe Naito-san, how, how did, because you, you know, you, you brought us all together. How did this? How did this happen? Did you? Talk, Are you the mastermind? Yeah. How did you talk to, you, yeah, well, you talk to your season son or something like that? What, what happened here? Well, it is too much to say the mastermind, but uh, you know, well, one, uh, I'm the one of the initiator of this project. But you know, we're discussing over a year. You know, what we can do for the you know SDGs or the you know uh, the what something Japan can do for the Earth, and uh, we're discussing discussing. A lot of time, but uh, it didn't make a kind of you know uh, some kind of you know one single project. But finally, uh, this year, well, thanks to you know uh, the Yoshimura-san, Susan Yoshimura-san, uh, she joined us, and uh, you know you know our you know project significantly moved forward. And uh, I think I believe that you know this project will uh, make the very positive uh, turn to the world. Uh, the world which is now uh, going very destructive way. I mean, you know, the Russia's invasion of Ukraine and uh, China's, you know, threatening Taiwan, all those kind of, you know, uh, I'd rather say this neo-colonialism uh, type of, you know, destructive path uh, is really bad. While, you know, Japan is really hoping, wishing for the peace and the more, uh, what we can call the you know positive and you know the the the, the creative uh, forward thinking uh, way. So I think the many Japanese thinking in that way that uh, we want to uh, to get together and to make this happen. So uh, that's how it started. 
uh, maybe anything to, that you yeah yeah to follow that up is that Susan, how did you hear about this project? Did you did Nitesan like bring it up to you? How how did that happen? Um, yeah, <laughs> actually, if I'm being honest, uh, um, I don't know how much personal information I would want to give out, but Naito-san kind of talked it up to my husband um, <laughs> first. That's cheating. <laughs> he got it. He got on my good side. Um, yes, but no, I've been um, working for Japan Forward uh, for several years as well. I think since 2000, approximately 18. Um, as a translator. And um, so, you know, Naito and I were on familiar terms. And so um, when he broached the topic with my husband, uh, I immediately contacted Naito-san myself and said, yes, yes, tell me all about it. So. <laughs> well, actually, you know, the Susan's husband is working at Sankei Shimbun. So this is a very, very... Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, easy going way, maybe, but uh, yeah. I think, you know, uh, I found very right person uh, uh, <laughs> for the managing editor for Japan to Earth. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, but but one more thing that, you know, I was uh, a bit uh, upset that, you know, uh, Susan was worked as, a, you know, activist at the Greenpeace. So this <laughs> is, oh, oh, something that, uh, oh, is it all yeah. right? Uh, you know, ask a former activist, uh, you know, to, to join this type of project. But we, we, we discussed a lot of things and, uh, I think this is a kind of great choice that, uh, we've made. Right. Susan Sam. Definitely. <laughs> um, yes, we, and we can agree to disagree on certain issues. That's oh, okay yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and even though I was at Greenpeace, I will I will say that I'm not anti-whaling. So that, at least on that <laughs> issue, we can fairly pretty much agree. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yes. Yeah, so then that was the start of it. And um, that was, let's see, in the spring of this year, I believe. So um, since then, it's been a few months and we've been preparing and um, working for, for the launch today. Yeah. Yes, and I think I guess we'll bring Ariel into it. Like Ariel, you obviously work as a reporter journalist with Japan Forward, but when this was first brought to you, what was your what were your thoughts? Um, uh, I thought that you know it 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 was uh, an exciting opportunity because uh, um, I think you know so many of my friends, for example, who might not necessarily read. Uh, a lot of news or if they read it they kind of just have it in the background and so on but they're all surprisingly very knowledgeable and very interested about the environment and you know things we can do and SDGs and so on so I would be asked oh what is Japan doing in all of this and I was like yes there is no place that you know just focuses on that and uh, focuses on that sort of not just reporting but as you said like sharing ideas and inspiring change and you know uh, sort of creating a platform to discuss what to do and so on. So I thought it was a very exciting opportunity to do something more than just, you know, going to the big conferences and, uh, you know, reporting on, you know, leaders that take relatively small steps on things and so on. So um, that's when I first heard about it, I was really excited about it. So, um, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much how I felt. <laughs> so I was first to make a confession. I was like to <laughs> totally against <laughs> <laughs> I we think remember. like, like a lot of people were aware of that because I was 
mainly concerned of like the time and the things we were already trying to accomplish with Japan for. But the thing I wanted to bring out was that we need to have someone um, who can, you know, to take care of it and to, to you know, keep it rolling. I think that was like the key thing that was that kept me on the fence. And then when I think Yoshimura-san was onboarded, I was like, this is going to work. It's not going to be like the same people like Ariel, um, Komori-san, me, Naito-san, Hagema-san just doing another like Baito within Japan for. <laughs> uh, I think as soon as we were able to onboard someone and have some advisors, I think well, I, I felt the same way as Ariel. I was like, there's potential for this. Mm-hmm. Also to, to talk about SDGs um, in the way that we are trying to do. Um, like not just companies, but also Japanese com- communities. I think that's um that's a good um that's a good narrative of how the nation of Japan collectively is trying to challenge um, um like yeah, environmental issues. All right, so yeah, congratulations to everyone that we finally launched today. Yay! Uh, Yay! I think Susan, we wanted to talk about the logo and like the journey of how we got the website. So. Yes. Um, so I think website design, Galileo, you had, um, you know, you took the lead on that project. And um, but we also have a team um, that's been uh, working on planning the website. Uh, the team is made up of not only Japan Forward um, employees, but also um, some people from um, partner companies and um so we have a wide range of opinions and we all have kind of been discussing for several months about the design of the website. And the logo was was kind of the key thing that determined um, the design. And that was because, um, as you can tell us, Galileo, you came up with this great idea for a logo. So why don't why don't you tell us how you came up with that idea? <laughs> I don't think you've ever told us actually how you came up with it. With the idea. So yeah, I think well, it came off with, we had different um, iterations of um, like, you know, J to E and, you know, just using the alphabet and numbers and geometric patterns. But I felt like those weren't, um, they don't look Japanese, you know. It felt like more like Silicon Valley tech or Euro- <laughs> European style um, you know, pharmaceutical company. Um, but something that really looked Japanese and felt Japanese was like origami. Mm-hmm. And like the Japan to Earth logo is, um, first it was like, I need, we need to have like something that looks Japanese. So origami was like what came to mind because for me, origami is, is kind of like, you know, re- recycle, recycling or using, um, you know, one piece of paper to, to create art. And just to repurpose it for, for a new for a new thing. So, with the inspiration of origami, I looked also into um, different symbols of Japan, and I landed on the national bird of Japan, which is the green pheasant. And I know not many people are not aware of this, um, the kiji, uh, which is also a synonym for kiji or article in Japanese. So along those lines, I thought this is a good fit is that one, not many people know about like Kiji, the national bird of Japan. 
And that's similar to what we're trying to accomplish is that not many people are aware of the Japanese efforts of SDGs. Mm-hmm. So that kind of aligns on um, that kind of that creates like a symbol for 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 our icon or our logo, and just you know creating it as um, an origami. I think it felt and it looks really Japanese now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's how we came up with the concept and the colors were like you know based on the UN's um, SDGs color palette. So I think that's what made it easy and. Um, yeah, and I actually tried to I tried to make it, and it's possible to make the Kiji origami, our logo. Oh, okay. So maybe I could probably do a how-to video on that sometime. That would be nice. Yeah, and the the male Kiji is quite colorful, and uh, you know, so I, I think when you actually compare a photo of the actual green pheasant and the origami one that um, you designed, you know, the colors are quite similar. So is, is that well, I think we can read the preview of that and say that you're going to publish an article on that in the next couple of days or so. Yes, definitely. Um, we have some beautiful photos of um, of a, a green pheasant taken by a photographer friend of one of our team members. And um, yes, we're going to be publishing an article um, explaining uh, about the deeper meaning of the logo. Okay. Yeah. So the logo, if you, you haven't seen it or haven't had a good look at it yet, um, if you have any comments, please let us know. But yeah, it's the Kiji, the green pheasant, the national bird of Japan. And it's also you know, an origami style, which is also representative of Japanese traditional art of folding paper. Okay. Um, any other comments on the the logo, Naito-san or Ariel? I think Ariel, you're in Italy during the time we were deciding the logo. Yes. I mean, I came back to this and I was like, oh, well, this is fabulous. <laughs> so yeah, and no, I thought it was a great idea. Very well thought out. Very, very sort of, it was both beautiful aesthetically and had a lot of depth. So I thought it was very, very, yeah, excellent design. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, yeah, from the journalistic perspective, you know, the the green peasants has the character that uh, warns people that uh, where the danger is nearing, you know, it's uh, it screams and, you know, the fly away. So, uh, you know, we can make a kind of, uh, you know, warn the world that, uh, you know, uh, we need to do something positive rather than to just disrupt things. So maybe this type of meaning as well. <laughs> that's my sense yeah so I also like envision that not just articles from Japan to Earth hopefully we can have more these mm-hmm. types of open conversations or even talk sessions yeah. I think that would be a great way to build up a community with Japan to Earth yeah um, okay so maybe just to Yoshimura-san like we know that Japan to Earth is you know, an ambitious initiative to highlight Japanese companies and communities engaged in SDGs. Maybe could you share with our listeners, like, why did we start Japan to Earth? And like, you know, why, what's the purpose of Japan to Earth? Sure. Um, so I, I think um, Naito-san gave a little background. Um, but um, as you know, the SDGs themselves were released in 2015. Uh, and the goal for achieving them is 2030. So that's only 15 years. And we've actually 
already reached, pretty much reached the midpoint this year or will at the end of this year. And um, what we've seen is that not just Japan, but countries around the world are still quite a long way off from achieving the SDGs. So um, it's just all the more important right now to um, really, like our uh, tagline says, spark a transition to the future. Um, If we can contribute to kind of giving a little push um, to not just Japan, but but people around the world, um, that we really, really do need to work on these uh, goals uh, for the future of our planet and that it's urgent that we have to do it now. Um, if, if we can do that, then then um, that's what we're going to do and that's that will be our purpose. Um, also, uh, I believe that there's a demand uh, for for stories on what Japan is doing. People are interested in what Japan is doing. Uh, and Japan is doing a lot of interesting things. And, and on the other side of that, there's also a demand in Japan um, to share what Japan is doing to the outside world. But sometimes mm. there's also a language barrier there. Um, and so I believe we can kind of respond to both of those demands, the demand for information on Japan, for stories on Japan, and the demand within Japan to convert all this information uh, into a format, into a language that can be the reach people outside Japan. Um, and in, in so doing and responding to those demands, um, that, that information, the stories, the, that we put out there, um, can inspire people, uh, inspire people in Japan, outside Japan, um, to really work to achieve the SDGs. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, you, you've, You've mentioned that is that it's not just for Japan, but like just as the name says, it's like for the Japan tour. Mm-hmm. And it's a way to inspire other people to, you know, to give them maybe a push or give them inspiration on how to, you know, how to achieve SDGs in, in what capacity that they can. Right. Think- because, um, you know, the more ideas that are shared, the better. Um, and also a little bit, the more pressure people feel sometimes that's good as well. Mm-hmm. I think companies now um, operating, you know, they really feel the pressure to, um, to perform, to, to, to work on the SDGs. Uh, otherwise, you know, um, the consumers, you know, might not buy their products or investors might not invest in their stocks, et cetera, et cetera. So, mm-hmm. um, so the more ideas that that we put out there, the better, I think. Uh, yeah. So yeah, just a lot of content that we have already on some renewable and recycling type of um, articles. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, in the next few months, hopefully we'll have a variety of different mm-hmm. um, yes, solutions companies and communities are are coming up with in Japan. I think my next question or topic would go to to everybody is that um, we know SDGs in Japan um, you could imagine that they're different in terms of priorities from other countries so how about for us for J2E like what would be um, we have it on our website maybe yeah we could just let our listeners know but are there any particular focus areas that we have for J2E Well, 
Um, just simply, um, the SDGs are so broad. Uh, so in a sense, you know, I think we do need to um, narrow down our focus some. And I definitely think that will be environment. Um, you know, this can include climate, biodiversity, um, innovations, um, energy, recycling, um, pollution. Uh, I think that these are the most urgent issues right now in the world. Um, and so the SDGs are, are so broad. A lot of things are involved in there. And of course, we're not going to ignore the social issues like inequalities or um, poverty. But um, we'll probably focus more on the environment-related ones. Is that what others think as well? Uh, son, do you want to go first? I feel <laughs> you should go. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think that... I think I think I agree with that. And then there are other things that we can kind of mention, I think, because they're of interest. So, I mean, for example, say gender equality is also one of the SDGs, but and it's obviously important, but it's just not as it doesn't fit as much into the whole sort of sustainability and environment topic and so on. But I just think um you know, going a little bit about what is most urgent and then also going on what things that people might be interested in discussing and so on. In the end, uh, there are some very common themes uh, um, in several of the SDGs. So, yeah, I definitely agree, though, that we need focus. So, Well, you see, historically, Japan has the idea of motainai. So, you know, to um, the things, the, uh, the, the, you know, uh, the, the materials uh, to exploit the uh, more kind of efficient or the recycling, uh, the idea has been already done, you know, and many Japanese companies or the the, the small companies are doing very interesting, you know, challenges uh, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, the recycling or the uh, uh, energy saving and uh, the various things. And uh what we're focusing on, is in, you know, uh, there's no just single focus, but uh, we want to push, you know, earth forward. So in this regard, I think, you know, the many Japanese company can do uh, in terms of technologies or the, you know, uh, the ideas. So, uh, you know, our mission, I think, is that to uh, connect uh, those people who are kind of having you know, good, brilliant ideas for thinking, creative ideas to the international kind of, you know, uh, audience, not only the audience activists, maybe, uh, to make the new things, to move, uh, you know, this planet forward to, you know, to make better future. So that's, that's the, you know, the key thing that we need to focus. Uh, it's in terms of the uh, not only energy, but energy is a, the one of the most important thing that uh, while we're kind of experiencing uh, in a conflict in Europe, I mean, the Russia and Ukraine, and, you know, we're foreseeing a very not uh, good uh, environment uh, in Asian theater as well. So uh, uh, we want to more, you know, uh, more kind of forward-looking, positive uh, uh ideas to it so that's this idea and education is the one of the 
a very important thing. And uh, our partners already, uh, which is count is one to three, uh, 12 partners already uh, uh, is with us. So uh, uh, let's see, uh, we we'll want to invite uh, more kind of partners to our project and, uh, you know, uh, I'm happy to, you know, invite all those positive thinking, uh, entrepreneur or the activists to our project on board. So that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I also like, I guess align with what's been said in terms of um, there's the, the mind frame of like Motainai in Japan, like even the term, you can't really, um, like in English, maybe where I'm from in Australia, it's like there's no, there's no kind of um, equivalent phrase or equivalent mindset. Like you would think it's like, don't be wasteful, or but it doesn't have the same kind of spirit as like motainai. And I think having that spirit in Japan is definitely um, an advantage of how to be more resourceful or efficient. Maybe also um, omoyari, like thoughtful on how um, resources are being utilized. Um, and I'm um, like for Japan to Earth, I really hope that we can um, get those stories. I'd love to read more about um, how people are recycling or reusing certain things to, to create um, new economies or just, you know, to inspire other people. Galileo, don't worry. You know, there are so many people to join <laughs> us. So you'll be very busy and the world will be happy. <laughs> so don't worry about that. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I'll be worried that I'll be busy too much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. How about next right. one is that, um, yeah, as we mentioned that Japan to Earth is, um, although we all have a focus in re recycle, renewable or like environmental topics but overall we'll, we'll try to cover as many sdgs as possible that fit mm -hmm. um sdg goals sdg challenges that the un the un has um, defined um that fit the sustainability model for japan um but maybe for us three here or four nicole's that are there any particular sdgs um, that you are most conscious about or that you're most interested in Maybe we can start with Yoshimura-san. Um, well, um, it's not really about the environment, but I am quite interested in gender equality. Um, as you probably know, Japan ranks really low in, in the, um, what is it, the gender, global gender gap, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. um, and so, although I have really noticed quite a bit of progress in the last few years, I think there's a long way to go. Um, so I'm quite passionate about that goal. Um, and also, um, I'm quite passionate about sustainable communities. Um, mm. I think that highlighting grassroots initiatives um, by local communities, and we already have some content uh, up on the site about this. Um, it's, it's very inspiring because a lot of people out there don't know what they can do. I really think, um, like we discussed, sometimes the news is quite negative and, and people care, but they don't really know where to start. Um, but if we highlight these sustainable um, grassroots initiatives, what people are doing 
you know, at their local farmer's market or, or like the story we put up um, on Japan Forward last week, um, a bakery taking its bread crusts, but it cuts off its sandwiches and um, selling them to the brewery uh, down the road that uses them to make, you know, um, this white beer. I think it was, you know, which I'm, I need to go taste this stuff. <laughs> I bet it's delicious. So, yeah, that really gives people, oh, definitely. It gives people like an idea. Oh, I really can do something. They see that and they think it's, it's some attainable goal for themselves. Uh, and so while I think it's important for us to you know, observe, monitor, and and comment on um, national level or global trends. It's also quite important for us to highlight those sustainable uh, cities and communities, and that's one of the um, SDGs. So that I'm quite passionate about. Okay. Yes. Thank you for that. How about you, Nitsan or Ayon? Who's going to go first? Okay. Um, you know. Um, I'm interested in many ways, so uh, I cannot tell just one or two things, but uh, we've already published one very interesting article, which is the treasure from trash. You know, one company uh, turned industrial waste into gold and silver. Silver. So this type of kind of, you know, uh, from the, the garbage, uh, you can find the gold and silver. This is kind of very interesting things that uh, we can utilize not only in Tokyo, but in maybe in Osaka and the other big cities in the world. And in that way, you know, recycling uh, the waste to the more kind of productive way is very interesting. And uh, the, the Susan has just mentioned about the food waste to the beer. That's also a lot beer. So uh, I'm enjoying reading this type of kind of, you know, things. And uh, yeah, uh, well... <laughs> So the focusing on maybe recycling, uh, the ideas motainai, uh, is uh, something in my mind. Maybe that's it. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Naito-san. Ariel? Um, yeah, I mean, I would agree with, like, for example, some most of is being said right now. So if I had to say something different, um, I would say that I'm quite interested in uh, in uh, sort of affordable and like clean energy just because it's becoming so this is a bit less in the inspirational <laughs> part of the sort of environmental coverage and more in the practical what can we do now and what are the things that we should know about you know getting affordable energy and transitions that can happen and so on because obviously with the uh, right now with the cost of uh, uh you know fuel and gas and so on there's a lot in a way it's a, it's an opportunity to think about how we can change uh the energy landscape and so uh to make it cleaner and more sustainable like in the long run so i think that's something that i would be additionally and uh, apart from everything else that's being said, because I'm also, as Naito-san was saying, for example, interested in the multainai and like things that are part of the uh, new technologies that are sort of like make 
sort of make use of that concept, but also uh, very traditional, uh, you know, companies that have been around for a hundred years and uh, have been making use of this concept of multi-nai. So for example, just by making lacquer that you can, you can use. And then when it gets a little bit chipped, you can bring it back to the shop and it can get, um, you know, you can get another coating of it so you can keep using it until forever basically and so things like that so those are the two things that come to mind for me okay and then i guess for me i'm also very interested in gender equality um, and reduce inequalities um, but hopefully uh, we can see some work done by companies or communities around these these areas in japan um, for the next 15 15 years um, personally for me and i and i know you all know that I try to um, be around my my family as much, helping um, my 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 growing the child rearing and helping out with that. But also before working with Japan for in my previous company, I was involved with um, volunteering with Women Will, a Google initiative for helping women, um, you know, re-enter the job the job what the workforce after taking some time off for family or personal um, issues so I've always been I guess conscious of having um, more voices or more point point was it perspectives um, when it comes to tackling challenges and issues and I think um, yeah just a balance of a really good representation of um, gender when it comes to uh, even SDGs, I think that's quite important. Um, not even not just for Japan, but yeah, for the, for the whole world. And then the other one that I'm very quite conscious of is um, responsible consumption and production. Um, I wouldn't say I'm like turning minimalist, but I would would say I I don't think I've bought clothes for the like last several months and stuff like that. And that's something to do with like. I'm not buying into like always needing the like, latest trendy item. Um, and I, I always see this, this is also quite um, an influence that I've received from Japan is that people sell their, their clothes. They're second and um, they're still quite um, good quality and they're not, and there's like apps for that, like Mercari, even like Zozo town. And then I was inspired to like, not to buy new, and even not to buy at all, just to, to to sell or just to do do with what I've got. Um, so hopefully that we can see those types of stories too on Japan to Earth. And um, if there's anything I I experienced that I think that's worth sharing, um, definitely love to to share that with everyone. Um, okay, I think we we've talked a lot. Maybe we can um, kind of wrap up our talk for today um, and maybe end on this point about how we can grow Japan to earth and scaling this to be not just, you know, um, members from Japan forward and plus um, some people, <laughs> but how can we you know, grow this team, not just people-wise, but, you know, from, if you think about a community, even the companies that we want to try to be engaged with, um, maybe in your mind, Yoshimura-san, um, could you maybe share any of the key actions within the next few months? How can people get involved or 
you know, what, what, what kind of help do we need? Um, yes, we're definitely looking to grow. Um, just launched today, so there's no way to go but up. Um, there are several ways that I would encourage people um, to reach out and get involved. Uh, one simple way would be for people um, working on SDGs or who want to work on SDGs from companies, from organizations, um, to become a partner, to reach out to us and, and um, join our network. Uh, we also welcome contributors. Um, including writers who are passionate about environmental issues, about the SDGs, uh, particularly as they relate to Japan. Um, and we would welcome people to contact us uh, with their ideas. Um, and another, another, just um, anyone who's interested in the issues, um, I would ask them to, to get involved, to, um, you know, participate in the discussions on social media, uh, contact us. Uh, you can find our contact info on the website. Um, definitely just these are some, some things people can do to, to reach out to us. And we'll also be reaching out to a lot of other people uh, in the next few months uh, to grow uh, this new project. Thank you, Yoshimura-san. Naita-san, Ariel, any comments from you? Well, um, you know, the same as Susan, uh, we're kind of, uh, you know, the very creative, uh, media, innovative media, which will, uh, you know, invite, you know, those young people or not only young people who really want to do this type of kind of project, uh, you know, they're welcome on board. So join us. So that's a, that's a kind of key message. And we create the new things. Uh, Japan Ford existing just, uh, you know, five plus more, uh, five years and plus some months. But we made a lot of kind of projects, in not only the Japan Ford, but the Waiting Today and, you know, Sports Look, uh, the other projects. So uh, I hope, you know, uh, in that way, uh, we we invite some kind of, you know, very talented people, uh, not only talented people, but uh, who has the yaruki, uh, the eager to do some kind of, you know, good things, uh, are always welcome. So, uh, yeah, welcome on board to our new project. That's our message. Thank you, Natsun. Anything to add, Ariel? No, I think, uh, you know, uh, Yoshimura-san and Naito-san said it all. And uh, I'm just uh, uh, really excited about this launching and uh, to be working with so many talented people and, you know, uh, representative of various companies and so on and anybody who will join us along the way. All right. So thank you, Yoshimura-san, Naito-san, Ariel, for joining us for our Twitter space today. And thank you. Congratulations on the launch of Japan to Earth. I think it's like almost a year <laughs> planning and working. Mm -hmm. Um, some, some delays but some of the things we couldn't control but it's good that we finally launched and looking forward to yeah the next the next let's say the next five years the next 10 years the next 15 years when SDGs have um, progressed along in Japan so please follow your Susan Yoshimura-san on Twitter and look out for content on Japan to Earth um, she'll be managing like 
yeah, the website and and social media. She'll probably need assist. She'll definitely need assistance with with mm-hmm. the different channels that are moving with Japan to Earth. So please reach out to her. And also tonight, the sun and Ariel, if you have ideas or anything you'd like to contribute. Um, so to our listeners, thank you for joining us today. Follow us, Japan Forward, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We also have a YouTube channel, and this space will be distributed on Spotify and Apple Music. So make sure you subscribe to that as well. And finally, at Japan Forward, we're also looking for contributors and writers. Get in contact with us if you want to submit a written piece and let us know if you have other skills that you can、um, contribute to that you think that add, would add value to our vision. So please don't hesitate to get in touch. We'll do this again hopefully next week.、Um, And keep an eye out on Twitter for the announcement. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night. Again, congratulations on the launch. Congratulations. Thank you, Galileo, for hosting. Thank you for listening to the Real Issues, Real Voices, Real Japan podcast by Japan Forward. Visit our website for more information regarding our podcast and other news on Japan. Catch you next time.